Chapter 25, A Fly in a Spiderweb. Blackstash's plan was going perfectly. The crew of the Neverland had shown no sign of alarm as the disguised pirate ship came alongside. While the pirates were approaching, they heard some kind of commotion, shouting, then screams, coming from the deck of the Neverland. But whatever it was, it had not caused the old freighter to change course. Now the two ships were side by side. Sails had been lowered, lines tossed to secure the ships together, fenders positioned to keep the holes, which had slammed into each other from colliding again. Stash kept his face hidden behind a mast, though he knew his ruse would not fool the Neverland sailors much longer. They're bound to notice that my entire crew is barefoot. Stash had a single-shot flintlock pistol in his right hand held to his side out of sight. He liked the idea of a bloodless coup with no sword soiled. The sight of pirates generally put such fear into merchant soldiers or sailors that they often surrendered immediately. He waited, relying on Shmi to be his eyes. From the corner of his mouth, Shmi said, "They's tied up to us now, Captain, like a fly in a spider web." How many on deck? said Stash. A dozen or crew or so crew. A few passengers, including some children. Armed? The children? No, you idiot. The crew. A few knives, a pistol or two. Our crew? Ready and itching to go. The pirates had gathered along the rail, their blades concealed in their uniforms. Good. Now call for the captain. Ahoy there, Neverland, shouted Smee. Who's in charge there is, uh, in charge there, is it? He knew he didn't have the right ring to it, but there was no taking it back. That would be me, a deep voice thundered back. The owner of the voice, a big man, stepped to the rail. Smee saw the man's arm was bleeding. Are you the captain then, mate? Shmi said. The captain is indisposed. I'm the first mate, sl- first mate, Slank. Is that Captain Scott? No, I, no, uh, I, I mean, yes, but I mean, you idiot, hissed Stash. Slank, suddenly suspicious, scanned the hard, unshaven faces of the men lining the rail of the dark ship, then glanced down and, un- and noticed the bare feet. Cut the lines, he bellowed. Cut the lines! But before the crew could act, Blackstash was out from behind the mast. Now, he roared, and before the sound had died from his lips, two dozen pirates had drawn their blades, leaped onto the deck of the Neverland, whose crewmen froze in terror. Stash, moving calmly, deliberately, followed his men over to the Neverland deck. He sauntered up to Slank and pointed his pistol directly into his face. Mr. Slank, is it? Blackstash, at your service. Some Neverland crew whimpered at the name. Slank, on the other hand, stared coolly at Blackstash for a moment. Then, in a reaction that Stash found odd, turned and looked back over his shoulder toward a young girl who was standing by the far rail, sobbing as a huge man held her arms, as if keeping her from jumping over the side. Slank turned back to Stash, again meeting his eyes. Stash was impressed by how little fear the man showed. I might have room for a man like that, he thought. But what he said was, if you want to keep breathing, Mr. Slank, you'll tell your men to disarm. Not taking away, or his eyes away from Slank, or from Stashes, Slank shouted to his crew, "Put him down, men!" The relieved Neverland sailors, who had no intention of trading steel with pirates, hastily dropped their weapons to the deck. "Very good," Stash said, stepping closer to Slank, his pistol barrel now almost touching the space between Slank's eyes. "Now we ain't got much time with this storm, so I'll make it quick. You have something that I want. Where is it?" Slank took a moment to answer. Again, Stash was impressed by the man's calm in, calm in the face of a loaded pistol. 
we have a few women and plenty of rum, but if that if you think there's treasure on this old scow, I'm afraid you'll be disappointed. Stash's finger tightened slightly on the trigger. Then he eased off. Was Slank bluffing? Or could it be that he didn't know what he had on the ship? Stash thought about it for a moment, then decided that, for now, Slank was more useful alive than dead. Mr. Slank, if I don't have what I'm looking for, it's you who will be sorry. Now step aside. Stash turned to a knot of pirates nearby, raising his voice over the wind. Men, you come with me. We're looking for a trunk.